is it will give you that really, really clear awareness of anything that's not on that list is just really not that important is the bottom line and it helps you get comfortable and helps you get protective over it. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balancery podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Balancers, and welcome back to another episode of the Balancery podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and thank you so much for tuning in to another week of Balance. I want to start off this week with a balanced thought of the week. I might drop these from time to time when I have something really pressing to share. But this one is really, really important for us to think about. It's been a it's been a really important one for me to adopt personally. And it also relates really nicely to today's discussion on priorities. The thought goes like this. Showing up every day does not mean that you're giving 100% every day. Some days you're giving 50%. Some days you're giving 5%. Others, you're giving 95%, but you're still showing up every day. I think we're so hard on ourselves when we don't give 110% every day. But the reality is, depending on so many things, our priorities, our responsibilities, how we've slept that night, what things we've got on our plate, are we on holidays? Do we have deadlines? All these things play a role in our energy and how much we can give every day. And so I just want to remind you that showing up every day is showing up every day. It's not going above and beyond and giving 110%. And I think holding yourself to that standard or that expectation is a form of perfectionism that can be really, really toxic and actually set yourself up for failure. So just remember that if you show up every day, that's you showing up every day. However that looks, whatever you've got to give, you're still showing up every single day. And so for anyone listening that's been really hard on themselves, this message is particularly for you because I'm sure you're being tough on yourself, but you've been doing an incredible job. You've been going above and beyond and you've been achieving some really amazing things. You're just a tough cookie on yourself. And if that was your friend that you were giving advice to or giving a pat on the back, you would be over and above proud of them. So don't forget, we're also our own harshest critic. And I just wanted to share this today because I know myself, I fall into that pattern of thinking I have to do more and be more every day and all the time. And it's just not realistic with how life works. And so I hope you needed to hear that today as well. As I said, this thought ties in really nicely with today's conversation. I mean, life throws some crazy things at us, irrespective if we have our routines down pat, if we are so organized and scheduled for the week, sometimes we can't avoid when life just happens, right? And for me personally, a conversation about priorities would be incomplete if we didn't talk about being flexible and allowing life to happen. Because I think it's one piece to have priorities, but if you don't have that second piece of having the ability or capability to be flexible with them, that's where the problem is. And it's a problem because we get rigid and really stuck in our ways and fixated on how things should be, right? And I know this might sound a little bit controversial or a little bit contradictory because priorities are often those things that are the front of mind, they're number one, they're at the top. They seem like they should be quite rigid. But I want to, I guess, talk about and share with you guys today how we can actually be malleable with our priorities and still keep them as our priorities. Stick with me. You are going to love this one. (laughs) 
I want to start off with an example to kind of illustrate what I'm talking about, what I'm getting at, where I'm going with this. So a huge priority for me personally is exercising every single day. Movement in whatever form, whether it's a full-blown gym session or a walk, I need to move every single day. That's a part of my balance. But there will be those nights where I toss and turn and I can't sleep. I always joke with my fiance, it's always around the full moon. Message me if you have that weird feeling as well, that every time you have a bad sleep, it's because of the full moon. I don't know if this is like a wives tale my mum told me growing up. And now it's just like a subconscious thing, I think, or if it's actually serious, because every time I check, it actually is a full moon. Anyway, I digress. When I have those terrible night sleeps, I wake up feeling even worse. Right. And so I have the priority to do my exercise first thing in the morning. But if I push myself when I have that low state where I've not slept, that's actually going to be more detrimental to my health and my overall balance than if I was to do the workout. So at that particular moment in time, I have to be really flexible with my priorities. Right. I have to kind of choose a lesser of the two evils. And every single time I choose to sleep in that extra hour or to take the morning a little bit easier or to actually skip a workout, even though it's a priority for me. Now, this doesn't mean that that thing, so the daily exercise is not a priority for you. It just means that your flexibility actually allows you to reshuffle things in a way that make more sense for your balance or your day or whatever you need at that moment in time. And this is what I mean by not being too rigid with our priorities. Like, yes, they're important and they're still going to be the most important thing, but you need to have some malleability around them because life happens. So let's get stuck into it. If you need a balance refresher, so if you want to go through again, the three areas of balance and kind of work out what you need, what your non-negotiables are, I'm going to pop a link to last week's two weeks ago's episode where I ran you guys through a little refresher and you can do it with us there. And then today is all about priorities, right? It's about getting clear on our priorities. And so the first step is to do just that. We need to actually ask ourselves and work out what are my priorities? Now, there'll be some crossover with what we spoke about on that balance refresher episode, but something I came up with two or three years ago around the time I started this podcast is this idea of having two types of priority lists. The first one are your non-negotiables and the second one are your wants. So let's start with the non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables are those things we talk about when we talk about the balance theory framework. It's the things that you need to feel grounded as a bare minimum in each of the areas of your life. So in your health category, what's the bare minimum you need to feel grounded or balanced? As I briefly said before, exercising every day is one of those things for me. Meditation, at least every second day as an absolute minimum. Drinking enough water and sleep very high level. They're my non-negotiables, right? They're not additional things. I'd also like to do, you know, a 10 K walk, this and that. There's a second list for that. Our first list is the bare minimum. So then we move into like our relationships, right? What's the bare minimum your relationships need to survive? It's kind of like, think about these areas as little gardens in your house or little plants around your house. What's the bare minimum you need to water or feed those things so that they actually, you know, can survive so that they can be maintained because like plants, like these parts of our life are alive. We can't just ignore them for weeks and weeks and months and months and then just rock up and wonder why they're not the same or they're not as energetic as what they used to be or why things aren't working anymore. And so asking yourself this question is a good way to think about how do I tend to that garden? What does it need as a bare minimum? You know, what's that little bit of water I have to give it every week. So for a romantic relationship, there might be a little bit more 
you have to give and feed that versus maybe your relationship with your parents or your siblings or your best friend, right? That might require still some watering. Maybe it's just a phone call. Maybe it's one coffee catch up. Whatever that looks like for you at this moment in time, just get clear on what are the non-negotiables for the important relationships in your life. And then we do the same thing for our work category. What's the minimum you need to do to water it? You know, I don't want you, and I know a lot of you are overachievers, high achievers, type A, like me. This is not an exercise to go above and beyond in, right? We just need to work out what is the bare minimum we need to feed these things for them to be alive. Because the point of doing this is to say, okay, when we are scheduling our time, when we're looking at our week, we actually need to start our time with these as the building blocks. And then everything else comes after. So if you try and squeeze or cram too much in here, you're gonna already start to feel very overwhelmed with the lack of time you've got left over for other things. So keep it simple, it's the bare minimum, what you need to feel balanced in the three areas of your life. So then we move on to the second list, which are our wants. Now, I still call these priorities, right? Because I think things that we want and maybe don't necessarily need still have an important place in our life. And so I'll give you some examples. Maybe a non-negotiable you've got is 10 minutes of meditation, but you would really like that to be 20 minutes, but maybe you just don't have the time every day to commit. Something on your want list would be double the amount of time for meditation. Or maybe something on your wants list is a night of Zumba or dancing. So, you know, something different. Maybe on that wants list, you've got instead of one night with the girls, you've got two nights with the girls. Or instead of a phone call to your parents, it's dinner with your parents. You know, it's things that you want. It might not even be related to things that are on your non-negotiable list. Maybe it's actually going to do a yoga class or going to visit, I don't know, something, going out for dinner. Just anything that you think adds, I like to think of it as the stuff that adds a little bit of sparkle into your week. It's the stuff that makes you feel good. They're energy givers. You know, we spoke about energy givers and takers a few weeks ago. These are things that just add that little bit of spice, that little bit of extra specialness throughout your week that you really would like to include and incorporate as a regular thing that you do. Oh, and one tip here, when you're writing out these two lists, right? So you've got your non-negotiables and your wants, try and write them or after the fact, restructure them from most important to least important. I just find this gives us a really beautiful visual, a bit of a hierarchy as to what's actually important and what takes precedent over other things. And this is important if you're someone who procrastinates or if you find you you currently don't have a lot of time for things that you like, it's really important to have that visual of, okay, these things are more important than these other things. It's just good to keep it in the back of your mind or also just have it in your phone notes or your diary, something you can turn to when you need that little refresher or you're thinking about, should I do this thing or not, right? You'll thank me later, trust me. So now you've got these two lists, right? And if you're someone who feels like you're really strapped for time at the moment, you're gonna really, I think, get a lot out of using these because I've been in that space, right? Where I have no time for the things I like. But when I actually did a time audit, which requires you to actually log and track how you're spending a whole week, right? You actually have to make note of how you're spending your time. When you reconcile that time audit with your non-negotiables list and then your wants list secondly, and see, okay, well, am I actually ticking off these things? Is there space and room for them? You'll actually see if there isn't, 
And if that's the case, what is filling that time instead? It might be doing things for other people. You might have a bit of a people pleasing tendency. You might be overdoing some things that really don't, you know, maybe too much time at work and you don't need to go above and beyond because that time can be better spent giving back to yourself or doing something you actually want to do. So it's a really, really good way to structure your time. And if you feel really pressed for time, it's a really amazing way to bring that awareness and then start reconciling, you know, but do the list first and then do an honest uh, time audit. And I feel like when I've done a time audit in the past, because I know I'm doing the time audit, I almost start to shift my had like my habits and my behaviors. So I'm doing the things that I've identified on my list, but just try and be like hundred percent honest with yourself, brutally honest, have your week the way you've been having it, take a log, take an audit, because that'll help you find pockets of time that you can replace, right? And take things off your priorities list and add them. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back on. Now, the reason I love these lists even more than what I've just shared is because of chaos weeks, right? When you have those weeks where it honestly just feels like everything's going wrong, you're, you know, you're overtime at work, you just, everything is just chaotic, these lists play a very, very important part when those weeks hit. And it's kind of similar to the approach which I just shared with you guys when it comes to the, t- the time audit, because effectively what you're going to be doing is looking at your week. So say you've you know had to do overtime three nights, right? And you've missed doing some of the things that you consider to be non-negotiables, right? You've, you've missed it because you've had to prioritize work. You can then look at the rest of your week or even better still your weekend coming up and you can say, okay, What things on here can you highlight as non-negotiables that are on your schedule? What of those are wants and what of those are anything else, right? Extra stuff. Like I said before, maybe it's stuff for other people, etc. You first start off taking off the things that don't fall on either of those lists, right? If they're not on either of those lists, they can't be that important. It's not a non-negotiable and it's not something you want to do. So, you know, maybe it's something you're obliged to do, probably something you don't have to do but you feel maybe obliged to, that's probably something you can take off your schedule, right? And I know sometimes it's hard to say no, but when you have these lists, it becomes very difficult to debate with them. You know, you've already literally identified that these things are the most important things to you. So how can you then go and say that going to your friend's son's birthday party or cousin's birthday party is more important than you meditating and actually reconnecting with yourself? Because what ends up happening, and I've been here so many times, is you go to that thing because you don't want to say no and you feel guilty, you know, all those kind of people-pleasing sequence dilemmas. And then you end up rocking up like a shell of yourself because you're exhausted. You haven't re-energized yourself. And so you're just kind of showing up as 50%. You're showing up with an empty cup. And so you're giving from an empty cup. And I think if you have good people in your life that understand you, that respect you, that understand stuff like this, they will get it if you don't rock up to something that, you know, arguably is important for them. I think it's a big deal for to say no to things. But I think if you have the right network around you that understand then I don't think it's difficult to have to prioritize yourself first, even when you need it. 
So in those weeks when that happens, you take off things that A, don't fall on either of those lists. B, you look at the wants list because remember, those are things that add extra sparkle. Yes, they're amazing. They make us feel good, but they're not non-negotiables, right? Don't forget the non-negotiables are the things that make us feel grounded and balanced. They're the things that need to come first. So you start peeling away the layers of your week, right? So you're freeing up a bit more time. And that means any non-negotiables that you've missed out on, you now have space for, right? And so across a week, the aim for me anyway, is to try and at least have all my non-negotiables. I don't want to go a week without watering any of my three balance areas because then it starts to suffer. They start impacting on the others. It's kind of like they're all on different parts of a bridge. If one starts to drop, then the other two are impacted as well. And so for me, it's really important to find the right balance to make sure I can ongoingly water them. And that often means you have to miss out on other things. But I mean, you're listening to this podcast and so you care about having some sense of control and balance in your life. And I think you need to get comfortable then with saying no to things, even though it is uncomfortable. Um, If you're anything like me, having these lists in front of you is a really great visual way to hold yourself accountable to things that you've said are important, not just important when you can squeeze them in your time, but important when it comes to crunch time and you need to say no to something else to put yourself and your non-negotiables first. That is the true test for you to you to show yourself that you can do that, that you can put yourself first, that you can protect that and have a boundary to put it first at all costs. You've said they're the most important thing, so act like they're the most important thing. So I hope now you can see if we come back full circle to the beginning that having priorities is amazing, right? It's a really good thing, but being clear on them the way we've just gone through together is a really, really powerful way to have flexibility with them. And you've seen how important that flexibility is, especially when you have weeks that just get away from you, where it's chaotic, where you need more time for yourself. And that's what I meant when I opened with, you need to have flexibility or take kind of like that rigidity with priorities with a bit of a grain of salt. Because having these lists, and and you recall I said to you to write them down from most important to least important. It helps you shuffle and play with things as you need them. Um, And it might not always be a case, right, where you've got no time and you need to remake up time and make sure your non-negotiables are prioritized. It might also be that you're having a particularly unique week and you need more time in your relationship area than usual, or you need more time in your health than usual. And so you can start to rejig things around from that angle as well. You know, you might have a perfectly scheduled week, all your non-negotiables are in, you've got your wants in as well, and work goes pretty cruisy, but you're having a little bit of a low mental health week. And so maybe you need to take off some of those wants that fall in your relationship area. You know, you may be less socializing and add on some wants that, uh, you know, support your mental health. So you see how it gives you that flexibility, which I found actually like a golden key when it comes to balance. But you have to be disciplined in protecting them and being comfortable with rejigging things and saying no to other things to make this work. And above all, if you're the kind of person listening right now and you find yourself saying, like, you know, you say it out loud and in conversation, oh, I don't have, I just don't have time. I'm just so busy. That is your cue to sit down and do this exercise. Like from now on, every time you're going to say to someone, I don't have time, or you think it in your head, that is, you're going to be your cue to sit down and look at your priorities 
or rejig your week in accordance with your priorities. Bring in that flexibility. See what balance area needs a little bit more TLC. You know, fertilize water. Give that sun. I'm going to use the plant and the garden analogy here. You know, sometimes different seasons impact different plants and different gardens. God, I love analogies. A little bit differently and they need a little bit more care. And so being able to, you know, take care of all gardens but give more to one when it needs it is really important as well. Don't complicate it, guys. Keep it simple. You know, your non-negotiables don't have to be a 15-step morning routine. It's just the little things that make you feel grounded, like you've looked after yourself so that you can, you know, go into this world and just be a good person and be a, a person that gives to the people you love, to your work, to your mission, your purpose, whatever it is. You have to look after yourself first. And that's what the non-negotiables should be reflective of, how you can best do that. In case you missed it, a couple of weeks ago, I shared that we've actually created some Spotify themed playlists. So this episode is going to go into our self-awareness playlist. I've linked it as well as the other two playlists, which are mindset and health and fitness in the show notes below. They are only available on Spotify at the moment, but it's a really great way if you're feeling like you need you know, a little bit more self-awareness, or you want some health and fitnessy stuff or mindset. I find they often give a little bit of a different vibe and energy depending on what you're feeling like. So it's always a really good way to just know you have somewhere to turn if you're in the mood for a particular type of episode and it's a good way to categorize it so you can see any maybe older episodes that you've missed because I'm telling you we've had some amazing guests on and sometimes it's a bit annoying to scroll all the way down so use the playlist to kind of find new content you may have missed or just have a look at content that you're in the mood for your challenge for this week is to do these two priority lists to have your non-negotiables and to have your wants start getting clear on them And then I guess I'm going to leave it with you to see how far you want to take it from here. You can do a time audit and start to reconcile. You can start to just try and play around with your week, you know, decide that next week's going to be a mental health week and practice moving things around so you get comfortable with that flexibility or say that next week's going to be the week you give to your friends a lot more than usual and then play around with things and see how you go from there. The really important takeaway I think as you embark on this challenge as you write these lists is it will give you that really really clear awareness of anything that's not on that list is just really not that important is the bottom line and it helps you get comfortable and helps you get protective over it so I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode I hope you really get a lot out of using the lists I have loved using them over the years and and just fine-tuning it and getting more comfortable with this flexibility as I go. Admittedly, I need the reminder from time to time to look at it, but it's like a muscle, right? The more you practice, the more you think about it, the more you converse about it, the easier it gets. Speaking of, I want you guys to do me a little favor. If you have a friend or family member or partner that would love this episode, that would get a lot out of using the priority lists and actually learning about them to take a little bit more control over their time to maybe have a tool so they can start saying no to things outside of themselves, please forward it onto them now. It's such a great way for content to be shared and knowledge is great when we hear it, but it's even better and more powerful when we share it. So thank you so much. I'll see you guys in the Telegram chat. If you haven't joined, the the link is in the show notes. It's a free chat. We're going to be doing the challenge this week together, as well as all the challenges we've done in the past and up and coming. It's such a great space to just have a conversation and connect with you guys. So I'll see you all in there this week. If not, I'll catch you all on Monday for another episode. Until then, stay balanced.